Hello and welcome to the Fire Up Podcast. I'm your host, Deborah Trapin. I'm so thrilled to share a new mini-series here on the podcast called Spill the Tea. Join Molly McKinley and me for conversations about being intentional and confident in uncertain times and beyond. Molly is the CEO of Intentionalities and host of the Afternoon Tea Podcast. So in honor of our shared love of tea, pull out your sassiest teacup, brew your favorite tea blend, snuggle into your coziest spot, and listen in on this hour of togetherness. Get ready to hear us sharing ideas too, best practices around, and of course, highlighting our favorite people, brands, and initiatives, positively serving humanity, and sprinkling joy over their slice of the galaxy. Without further ado, let's spill the tea. Hello world, it's Tuesday. It is the 16th of March as we are airing live, which means tomorrow is St. Patty's Day. Not that it really has meant anything the last two years because we've all been inside. Uh, well, I actually did some research on St. Patrick and I'm like, I'm not sure I liked him. I don't know. I don't know how I feel about it. So yeah, I, 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 I would love to hear more about that. Um, <laughs> really, it's been from, from me, I think personally, it's always been more about the like how Chicago turns their river green. Oh, and, I love that. And I used and, to live in Chicago, so that was fun. Yeah, like I think that's super fun. Um, but I do think like a lot of holidays we celebrate. Yeah. When we really do the research, when we really dig in and learn, we're like, hmm, yeah. Yeah, what is all the right that? <laughs> and I think that's the beauty. So what what did you find out? Do you remember? Well, the Cliff Notes version is that <laughs> uh, St. Patrick is accredited for driving out all the snakes in Ireland. And, um, you know, the, the thought is the snakes are your kundalini power, you know, and which is our sacred feminine power. Yep. So, you know, in other words, you know, he is attributed for driving out the wise women. Yes. Um, known as the witches, right? And the wise women were the herbalists and the, the you know, midwives and, you know, the, the women who had sacred knowledge. So the fact that he drove out women's wisdom is, uh, you know, kind of... Uh, although I, um, Britta, uh, Bridget is my my um, patron goddess that I have come to know and love over the years, and she apparently is very was close with um, Saint Patrick, so that makes him rede- redeeming. So I, I don't know, I'm conflicted. Well, I think that it goes right back to Molly, something that we've learned a lot in the last couple years, really, and that is. Um, the revisionistness right of history and yes. and so it we i think we really have to trust ourselves right we need to create our our own meanings around holidays we need we we don't have to accept what everyone else is celebrating in order to celebrate well yes and everything basically roots back to something that's much older than what we think it is yes and so he really could have 
done good things. It was just because he was friends with someone like Bridget or Brigitte, however you want to say it. Um, I don't know how you're saying it. I can't I well, it's all over the place. I call her, I say Bridget, but. Yeah. So if he was, if they were friendly, maybe there was something that the, the, the church didn't like about that. Yeah. Maybe there was too much power in that. It's, it's like we talked about last week at the very end with that story that I was reading about the indigenous women and the power that they held in their big, bold, bodacious bodies and how when the Europeans came over here to conquer this uninhabited land, they yeah. realized that these women who had the curves and the powerful thighs and the voluptuous asses <laughs> were, were far too freaking powerful for them. Yeah. And uh, the, the stories we hear are not always the stories as they were. And so I appreciate that because I I do recall hearing the stories about the snakes. And I actually, I don't have an issue with snakes in general, right? I I like snakes. What I don't like is my fear of the unknown of the snake. Like, will that snake hurt me? (laughs) Yes. Well, it's so funny. Well, animal symbolism, um, and I know we've, I've, I've seen some posts where people have some Um, It's kind of a triggering conversation about shamanism or animal spirits. Um, So I don't want to go there, but, um, you know, in yoga, the kundalini energy, which is represented at the base of the spine, is um, symbolized by a a serpent, a snake. Um, And so, and it's just interesting to me that you have this kundalini energy you've got the snake in the garden of eden you know and it's just all of these symbols are so interwoven um you know so i just feel like it's um that energy rising yes um you know and that relates even to the seven um egos that we've learned about with mary magdalene and the seven chakras and yes seven deadly sins and yes it's just all of it is so interwoven it's so interwoven that's such a great word right and and i think it's similar to what we're talking about here which is not every holiday not not the root of every holiday is what we will all choose to celebrate There are, we can choose to celebrate what feels good to us inside that conversation and, and fight, right? Fight when it's righteously deserves the fight, like all of the conversations around Columbus day. Yeah. Right. Like saying, let us revisit the honoring of this. Yeah. Right. But with St. Patrick's day, it's like, Hmm, the more you dig, you're like, like, Okay, I love the Green River. <laughs> I do too. I'm like, I'm not sure about the rest yet. The idea of leprechauns and four-leaf clovers and green beer and, you know, like, I, you know, I'm Celtic. So for me, I absolutely love a connection to Ireland. And I grew up, my hometown was Dublin, Ohio, you know, so you know, we were the fighting, uh, we were the shamrocks, you know, and then I think we became, you know, so it's like the that connection to St. Patty's Day has always been like a really strong force in my whole life. Um, but as an adult, the more I investigate, I'm like, ah. I love the, oh, uh, yeah, I love that your, your sign was the shamrocks. Yeah, we were, we were the shamrocks. I mean, that's a, that's an, a really um, scary 
uh, whatever mascot, you know? Oh then, yeah. When, yeah. When I was a senior, we changed it to the rocks. The rocks. Of course you did. Yeah. You're like, I'm done with this shamrock stuff. Um, I think that's so great. Well, uh, shamrocks reminds me, just that word in general reminds me of the shamrock shake when we oh. were very, very little and McDonald's oh, actually had still had, what's that? I said little, I just had one yesterday. Oh, I, I have not enjoyed one in decades because I feel like McDonald's used to have ice cream milkshakes it's not. and now they're like chemically. Oh yeah, it tastes like chemicals. It, it like it and it looks like a chemical spill too. But for whatever reason, yeah, there's just something magical about it. And my mama, and Drew's mama both loved the Shamrock Shake. And so it, I'm like, hmm, maybe I need to make one of those. Hey, solution. Then I know that that it's not the chemicals. There's just that weird like cat tongue after oh, totally. a milkshake where you're like. What did I just eat? I actually just had one. And it's not only that, but even as it like settles, because we I it, we were, you know, we took our trip to Philly. So like as the thing settled, I was like, oh, it's separating in a strange way, you know? Ew, Molly. Oh my God, I'm dying. It's a tradition, <laughs> right? <laughs> okay, so we've got um some really cool things to chat about today. Uh, shall we breathe and Let's then talk about our tea and then start spilling it? Yep, let's do it. You know, I'm going to go back to our Nadi Shodana, our balancing breath. Um, mostly, again, because what we're doing here is we're balancing our um, Nadis, our Inga and our Pingala, and uh, Ida and Pingala. And um, so we're going to do that. So we're going to take Vishnu Mudra. Oh, my gosh. So two fingers, peace fingers down. The right, the thumb on the right nostril. Inhale completely in the left. Hold the ring finger awareness at the space between the brows. Release the thumb, exhale completely. Inhale completely right. Hold awareness at the space between the brow. Exhale left, completely full exhale. In breath. Hold and focus. Exhale right. Inhale right. Hold and focus. Exhale completely left. So it's like that's a breath do at least three times. And, um, you know, to employ the law of triplicity. But why it matters is we're balancing our masculine and our feminine energies. Mm. I love it. I love it. I love it. So that. for women, we always start and finish on the left nostrils. Start and finish on the left. Got it. Breathe the breathing. The breathing, yeah. And breathing. Through like yeah. Got it. Got it. Uh, well, I'm super excited to share with you about my teacup. So yes. uh, this is, Andrew actually was out on a hunting trip at the Goodwill store by us. Yes. <laughs> like, hunting for porcelain, not hunt, today, right? Oh gosh, yes. Um, well, porcelain and vinyl, which is funny. So he's oh. looking for China and we're, we're 
doing this whole new like vintage cocktails and vinyl hmm. on Friday nights hmm. where we go down to the basement and hang out and listen to this, you know, like we were listening to Barry Gibb and Babs. Wow. wow. I love my daughter just got that and like it it's so crazy how it's coming back, you know. I love it. Yeah. Oh yeah. Now and this is like one of the original albums. It's fun. I mean, it's fun. You hear and there is something so delicious about the sound of music from vinyl right. records. I totally agree with you. And even that little tick, tick, tick. So yeah. so and very romantic. Very romantic. I I totally. Yeah, you're speaking and I'm having a reaction like in my body. Like, I don't know how to describe it. But yes, I yes. totally agree. Yes. Well, I, I believe that it comes it, for us. There's probably some nostalgia. You know, my mm -hmm. I grew up with my mom listening to records. Mm -hmm. My dad would travel. And so she would sit in the dark and listen to Carol King or Mm -hmm. Melanie or whomever. Uh, so anyways, I digress. Sorry about that. Uh, this, I had also asked Andrew to keep an eye out for a couple of new teacups for me. Mm -hmm. And so this was one of them. She has a, a little matching tea mm. saucer, but isn't she pretty? I love that. I love, love the little black lip and the gold. Yes. yes. I, I, when he came home with it, I'm like, oh my gosh, this is almost like the one Molly has that I love. Um, but it has these little, this little the little um, gold on her on her footing, mm -hmm. and then a little gold inside. Mm, super beautiful. I yeah. love that. And she's got a nice little tulip um, kind of edge. And inside of her, I have some passion tea this morning. Oh wow, that that color is incredible. Right? Isn't it so? But it's the hibiscus. Yeah, <laughs> hibiscus. Yeah. You always know when you're drinking tea that has hibiscus in it because you're like. Oh, there it is. Yes. I love it. Yes. <laughs> Mine is not very exciting, but this was my favorite coffee shop in San Francisco called Blue Bottle. Oh, yes. And I'm and I'm still drinking coffee today, but I love the hand of this because it has the cork. Yes. So this is like my favorite little travel cup. Um but yeah, this is little blue bottle cup. But um yeah. yeah. I love that. Mm -hmm. I remember going to an event. I think it was Seth that kind of put together kind of a coffee hour at Inman Connect yeah. probably six years ago now. And we all met at that coffee shop. Oh, wow. That's yeah. cool. Yeah. I mean, the pour overs are like the bomb diggity. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and they have um, great white drinks as well. And mm -hmm. I love that whole world of the, the white coffees. So, um, yes, I haven't been there for a while. <laughs> yeah. My coffee shop is called my kitchen these days. Yes, uh, and, but you know what I, it's, it's really fun. So I've got a couple of other cups that are coming over the next couple of weeks, which leads me to, oh my gosh, everyone <laughs> you know what next week is this is like blowing my mind next week is our one year anniversary of that's school. crazy i, I can't like, believe it ah! and we decided that we're gonna switch the time because we've, we've realized we need to be true to our own flow and our own energy and both molly and i are much more uh evening night owl types <laughs> yes we are <laughs> then yeah then getting up early and i mean we obviously can do it we did it for a year however 
Did we just, did we decide at 6 p.m., 9 p.m.? Is that what we decided or did we decide? So. Okay, yeah. So well, let's just call it 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 p.m. Eastern. Yes. So what I love about this is that our, our West Coast um, gals and guys will likely be in shift mode from work to play or at least work for, you know, a, the corporation to working at home, doing dinner or whatever. Uh, and then on your coast, it's like wine time. It's like late night tea time. Yes. Um, I um, My key will have to be if I'll see if my internet works at home, I'll have to like fire up my hotspot. That's the only, that's the only trick. That's yeah. Fine. We are going to claim, though, that uh, those Internet peeps pull it together and get your street of homes interneted because <laughs> you deserve to be wildly, wildly yes. equipped with wonderful Internet. Yes, I need wonderful. I need wonderful Internet. That's exactly what I need. Um, yes, yes. Yes. Um, so yes. OK, so we'll, we will, of course release the hounds with the updates and, and send emails and let everybody know that I'm really looking forward to that. I, I mean, I do love getting up in the morning and hearing the birds singing and then coming into my studio and, and having these conversations. However, I am really excited to, um, you know, snuggle in at six o'clock. Now here it'll be six, six o'clock is still bright now. Yeah. <laughs> Because we just had the daylight savings time. Um, I'm going to be done with that, to be quite honest. Like, we don't really need it anymore. <clears throat> uh, but I do love these first few days where it's like, oh, my gosh, it's it's 8 o'clock and it's still light outside. Like, it, was light. it wasn't quite 8 o'clock. It was more like 730. But it was yeah. still light here. Well, it eases my life so much because I have to run home and take care of the chickens because they cannot be outside in the dark. Otherwise, they freeze with paralysis. It's the strangest thing. I um, If they don't, like now they're, they let themselves in their coop and like the coop has its own automatic door and all kinds of crazy stuff so that they're like tucked away. But back in the day, like if they got outside and they didn't get themselves in the coop on time, like they would just be like frozen in the yard and so I had to pick them up and rescue them. Well, that's what very, very terrible. So now, I mean, it gives me an extra hour of uh, not having to rush home. That's awesome. I love that. I'm sure that, that they love it too. Cause now they actually get to be tucked in. Yes. <laughs> themselves in. Well, oh. and the chickens too. Like when you're, when you're the mama or the, the whatever, or the, you know, when you walk by, they, they put their little like um wings out like this and they bow to you. Mm -hmm. So when I come out, they're like, they bow to me. So <laughs> they're like, the queen is here. Which, of course, your queen archetype is like, yes, yes, yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. Okay. So this week, um, this or this last week, we had all sorts of things going on. We had um, of course, Women's History Month continues to be celebrated in beautiful ways. There have been so many shares for the I Am Woman Up challenge. It's been really fun to read these stories. A lot of um, a lot of women highlighting their moms and their grandmas, and 
you know, the, the first, the first part of the month was really a lot of moms and grandmas. I'm actually saving my family towards the end. Um, but, the, but we're starting to see some stories of like mentors and bosses and, and like it's flowing over into kind of the career side of our lives. And so I'm loving that. I'm looking forward to encouraging more of that this week. Uh, but we also had, you took a road trip. Yes. Oh my gosh. You went to Philly. Yes. It was Will's uh, final hockey game of his uh, NC4 season. Yeah, it was, uh, it was a really hard tournament. Um, Kate and I, you know, Kate's like probably six, excuse me, uh, five, seven, five, eight. So she's tall. And um, we were walking to the, the rink and these guys were all around us. And they, I mean, they were like, they looked like they were like six foot four. And we were both like, oh my gosh, these guys are so big. Well, it turned out it was our opposing team. And we were like, oh, it was, it was brutal. Ouch. You know, but when the kids are like 14, the boys are like 14, 15 ish. Um, it is, you get like teeny and you get massive with beards. You know, you can have anything. And, and <laughs> you get teeny or you get massive with beards. I mean, the range. <laughs> so true. You know, that reminds me of a really interesting, uh, you know, <clears throat> knock at the uh, knock at the brain that yeah. uh, I read last week. And it was around how when when we were growing up, so in Gen X, I heard, well, boys simply mature slower than girls. I heard it all of the time. I remember and, too, yeah. I, and it was usually in, in my world related to like the, well, boys will be boys. They're awkward. Like there was always this like, um, justification for yeah. some jerky they had said, or mm -hmm. just, uh, an, an insensitive behavior or action they may have taken. And it was always related to, well, that's just how it is for boys. And this woman don't know who she is. It was just some random tweet that somebody had shared, like grabbed, you know, they do that. They grab the, the screen share. Mm -hmm. so you can't see her name uh, in it, but she's like, you know, not once did I hear said to the boys, girls mature faster. So pay attention, take notes, learn from them. Mm. And I was like, this is like, these are those aha moments where you're like, of course it's been there the whole time. However, it's in the, in the, you know, the, the patriarchal structure, mm -hmm. like there is, there is so much we're, we're kind of shining a light on now. And this is another one of those things. So for the mamas out there, for the aunties, for the grannies, for the great grannies who are, you know, helping to raise up the next generation, mind your words on that, please think about that. It's getting ready to come out of your mouth because you're, your daughter or your granddaughter or your great granddaughter has been hurt by a boy, by his actions, then the conversation isn't, we need to have, a, we need to shift that up. Yeah. Uh, but I love that. I love that. The, well, of course, shine a light on the girls and their, their growth pattern is different. Like let's emulate them as opposed to justifying the boys. Yeah, it's true. You know, as a mama, so it's like, for me, I, I kind of see everything, you know, so it's, you know. Yes. Well, and you see, you're seeing everything under a microscope right now. Cause they're like, the the this is your house. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Yes, really. it is so true. Everybody is lots of hormones happening at the McKinley house. Yes. At the What's McKinley the house. <laughs> well, I, I, this season, it will be really interesting to see how things shift as more and more people are getting vaccinated. Uh, you're start. I mean, you're starting to f- feel that energy. Like I'm feeling less heavy, like from yeah. the emotional side. I feel like people are now starting to see that the end is in sight. I mean, we how we how we walk the planet, at least for the short term, will be different. Like, it yeah. will be different. We will still see people in masks and and the face guards, uh, but people are starting to plan things and get together in smaller groups and. I'm, I'm very happy about that. I'm very happy that people are finding their flow. And mm-hmm. after a, a year of most everybody I know being incredibly uh, careful and very sensitive and very safe and very focused on others and themselves, uh, I'm, I'm so excited to see what comes. Like, what have people been like waiting to start because they've been so under the, the, what are they, what are they calling it all? Like, it's like the pandemic fog or. um, Oh yeah. Actually, Christy Keneally and her family, I, you know, they made a funny video this weekend and she was pulling out all of the like medical terminology about the COVID, uh, you know, situation. And it was actually, it's funny. If you follow Christy, go check out her video. Like she and her, her, her husband and her, her son made it. I don't think I saw that one. I saw the one where she was her own therapist. That, that one, that's, that's that's um, yeah, she is such a hoot. I know she really is. And yeah. Um, I think the, the visor that she had on and her hair sticking straight up. I was oh, like, I oh my God, I, I, I get to work with her every day, you know? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. There's never a dull day. I'm guessing when, when she's in the room, I love it. So um, this week's affirmation was very appropriate because at, of what we're talking about, right? This, this kind of this light at the end of the tunnel, this, People move, you know, starting to trepidatiously so, but still mm-hmm. take small baby steps towards, uh, you know, getting on the road, going to tournaments, planning trips, things like that. Uh, the affirmation, I love this one. It's, um, I am a fearless, fiery dreamer who takes action, speaks truth, embraces my uniqueness, and fiercely fulfills my purpose. I remember when I wrote that one. I don't remember all of them. I don't remember all of the moments where I wrote them, but this one I specifically remember because I was under fire. Mm-hmm. I was under fire for something that actually came up again uh, <laughs> in the last couple of weeks in one of the communities that I'm part of. And that is uh, this when you build communities, when you are a, a truly a community builder that brings people together, that connects people, you hear the words, oh, great, it's the in crowd again, or it's the cool kids club, or something related to the fact that the person speaking it doesn't feel that the light is being shined on them enough. Mm-hmm. And 
I remember when this happened, um, when I when I wrote this one, it was something that had similar, a similar kind of messaging, like somehow I didn't love someone enough because I wasn't hiding, highlighting them on the stage that I'd created. And this is, you know, I'm still not fully healed of this. I don't have the answer around this. I, mm -hmm. I, I simply know, Molly, that I do the, the best I can mm -hmm. in highlighting as many women as possible who raise their hand to be highlighted. Yeah. And I don't have the, the brain space or in particular now with all the, the fog <laughs> to, to think of everybody I know in every instance for every panel or every yeah. session or every show or whatever. And so setting up the processes like the share your story for woman up mm -hmm. was a huge one. The doing the moxie chats on my podcast, actually giving them a name and saying, if you want to schedule a chat and you want to be on the podcast, go yeah. to debbie.com yeah. slash schedule my chat yeah. and we will chat. Like it's, it's still there though. I still feel like that wound is so raw. Yeah. Time. Yeah. It, I think it stems from scarcity, you know, of it being feeling like there is, um, you know, if you actually Valerie Garcia posted something the other day that I loved and it's like, I'm not interested in having the pie. I'm interested in getting the recipe so I can make more for everybody or something along those lines. Oh yeah. Yeah. I saw that quote. Totally. Yeah. And, and that's it, right? It's like, you know, people who know your heart, Deborah, know that you have the recipe, right? Your, your job is to create as much space for other people as you possibly can. And that is where your heart is. Um, I do think, you know, I think what's tricky, and this is actually really relevant for real estate agents too, is like just understanding of, of being in flow, right? And so when you're not in flow with what's happening, it's easier to not, um, you know, be a part of it. But when you are in flow, those are the things that, because it's top of mind. And um, so I, I don't think, I, did, I think everybody, my, my, um, my advice would be when you start to feel those, you know, like you're being excluded to ask, you know, what you're doing to be included, right? Like, are you raising your hand? Are you volunteering? Are you contributing? You know, and how are you showing up first before, you know, we, we take away or we, we accuse others of taking from us, right? Yeah, like for sure. Well, it, it, you're absolutely right in that it, it does come from scarcity. And I, I mean, I've had so many aha moments about this over the years, you know, trying to, um, and, and now, of course, now I have the language, right? Walking the kenotic path inside mm -hmm. where, where either I'm feeling judged or I feel like I'm getting ready to judge others based on a situation. And so in, in, I think inside this conversation, what I learned not only about myself, but in about the, 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 the people in particular that keep kind of bubbling up with inside this conversation are a lot of women who over the years have really fought to have women at the table and unfortunately, the women that were fighting to be at the table and getting to the table were all shades of white. Mm. 
And, and I feel like in this season and like the powerful anti-racism conversations that have happened and how so many more stages and panels and podcasts have been highlighting women of color. I hate that term. Like just all the beautiful divine shades of skin that exist on this planet. Yeah. And so I think that there is a generation, a mindset generation. It doesn't necessarily need to be an age group, but a mindset generation that it was taught by the patriarchy that was very zero sum game. Mm -hmm. Very much like if I'm not on that panel, I something has, has been taken from me and what are those person's credentials to be there? Like, wow. I know more about that. And that does happen, uh, you know, with pretty much every conference I've ever planned is that there's somebody who always shows up afterwards with some critical thought about how they know much more about that topic than the people who were talking and why weren't they asked? Mm. <laughs> like, well, <laughs> you, you didn't come to mind. There's something you could work on. Interesting. I know, gosh, that is... Um... Yes. <laughs> well, and you know, one of the interesting things that inside this affirmation and inside even the tagline that um, the tagline that we all kind of create in our minds for ourselves, right? Whether that's a mantra, whether that's an affirmation um, and how that trickles into our business, right? For me, it's the, she speaks truth wrapped in grace with sides of sass, moxie and fire. And I wrote that and I encourage my clients to write their own, to tell people what they're about to get when they sit down for a meal with you, mm. right? And you know what, what can they expect? And that the more we repeat the, what we want others to, uh, what we want to resonate with others in relationship to us, the more powerful and the, the more uh, frequently we will rise to their thoughts on that topic. Mm. I love that. And it's, this is, I, I'm not, I feel better and I feel like I recover faster when that, um, the, that shameful con that the, those shameful comments come my way, like, oh, you're only highlighting people, you know, um, cause I know now that's simply not true. Oh, <laughs> oh no, you dropped off again. Something's weird with your internet, Molly. I can I can't hear you or see you. So, anyways, the um, the beauty of learning the lessons over and over again, and when they <laughs> she comes, uh, and when they when we are learning these lessons. Oh, hi! I don't think it's my internet. I think it's um, it's like I think it's a timing thing. Like I said, all my passwords had to be redone and stuff. I feel like it's somehow related to that because I can actually still see you. Yeah, no, you're just bye-bye, off I you know. go. Um, I was saying that I think the beauty in, in this this last week has taught me that there has been growth Yes. for, uh, for me, uh, for my colleagues, for my connections in all of the conversations that we've had that have dealt with past wounds being revisited. Yeah. Right? And yeah. celebrating that. Like, I raise my teacup and celebrate that. <laughs> well, you know, that's, so my mantra right now is, you know, I am fully um, human. I am fully divine. 
right? And really honoring that um, Vesca Pisces of the um, sacredness of being alive as we are fully human, fully divine. And, um, but being fully human means that we all here have work to do, right? We're all doing yeah. the really hard work and we all have our wounds. Yes. And so I just, um, and right now I'm in a chapter of my life where I'm really doing a lot of deep self-reflection, deep soul work, deep healing work, you know, where um, really no, nothing is off the table, you know, really trying to figure out why I do the things I do, right? Um, and we all have that. So I just, I guess that trying to show up in, as perfect, trying to, you know, again, like, like the faces and the masks that we wear, yes. it's kind of a part of that whole thing too, right? Of, yes. I don't, I don't know exactly the red thread between them, but when you're talking, it's kind of the same thing of, you know, like when you're being celebrated, right? It doesn't mean that I am less celebrated. It just means that we're listening to your story, right? Yes. yes. I, I don't know that. It's so, it is, it is woven together, Molly, because it, it's reminding us that first of all, um, the only person we can control and in that dialogue is ourselves. Yes. And that like, I remember writing uh, a post about this probably two or three years ago. Now I'll have to go dig it out of the blog, but it was when you feel like you're sitting in judgment of someone on stage that is sharing something and you have something better to, to say than you think they are saying. Yes. Let that be a trigger to you to yes. say, I want to be on stage more. Like yeah. hone your own skills, raise your hand for yourself and say, hey, if you ever have another conversation on this topic, I would love to be considered. Yes. Right? Like instead of going into judgment and condemning the other person or- yes you know, ridiculing them or whatever it might be, uh, their voice, like raise your hand to be on that stage next time. It's, it's the same with, okay, pre-pandemic, right? When everyone was making fun of women for wearing yoga pants to the grocery store, like, I was like <laughs> who cares what a woman wears to the grocery store? Who cares? I don't care if she's never done a day of yoga in her life. If she wants to wear yoga pants, cause they're, they're comfy, right? Yeah. They're comfortable, but that is, that's misogyny right? Yes. Like if a woman isn't wearing her three inch heels, her makeup isn't done to the nines and she's not, you know, walking around in uncomfortable clothes, there's something wrong with her. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and I always have hope the next generation is, is flipping the script. Although I do see this weird thing all over the place about how the middle part, like now we're supposed to part our hair on the, on in the middle. And if we don't, that's so nineties. I'm like, Oh my God, really? Now we're going to shame each other for where we put our fricking hair apart. Come on. Yeah. Have we not learned? Have we not learned this lesson yet? Ladies I mean, and gentlemen. I mean, seriously, you know, oh, I don't know. Actually God gave us a divine part. Isn't it natural? Like where your hair falls? Yeah, it is natural. It's totally natural, but it, it's that whole, like, let, let us try to control how other people are doing their thing. Yeah, and they don't kind of if they don't rally around the same message that I'm rallying around. Somehow theirs isn't 
it, theirs isn't worthy of being part of the conversation. It's, it happened in an, another community that I, that I manage and that I monitor. And this, this one gal shared this picture of, um, it was a women's history month post celebrating women owned businesses. And the copy was just off. It was talking about like, she owns a, um, a restaurant that caters mm -hmm. that has healthy food. Mm -hmm. And so it was like, Hey, is your, is your, you know, is your scale heavy, like pound for pound? It was all this stuff that's around, uh, that instead of it being around the healthy, delicious, easy to grab and go food, it was about the scale. It was about pounds. And that is the patriarchy right back to the story we shared last week, right? Mm -hmm. Like women are supposed to be a certain weight and when we're mm -hmm. not supposed to trigger shame and, and roll us right into the toxic industry of, of quote unquote beauty and what beauty is and what's, what size is beautiful. Mm -hmm. And so our, our words matter, you know, our words. Yeah. Matter. Well, I always, um, in yoga, there is an idea of kleshas, which are whenever you're having a strong reaction or, uh, it's the, the hot and the cold, you know, either one of those should be a trigger to um, whether you're like loving it or you're hating it. Those of both of those should be a trigger for work. Right. Yes. So, yes. Um, you know, and, and in that post, you know, it's not necessarily, I don't know, you know, it doesn't have to be one or the other, but it's the, it's the triggering of wherever you're being triggered from, which is really the mirror of why, yeah, you know, and I'm not great at that work. I'm practicing it right now, you know, of saying, oh, being triggered, let's <laughs> journal it or whatever, right? Or why am I responding this way? Um, you know, but it's, that's actually called the glaciers. You wanna understand, um, it's sort of an insight into um, the psyche or the soul, so. Yeah. Well, and that is ultimately what we're talking about, right? It's about being accountable to ourselves mm -hmm. and our own reactions. And when we feel like we're getting ready to hop into that bed of judgment of others or ourselves, yes, to slow down, right? And yeah. the, the kenotic way or that kenotic path is to truly see it and then to transform it right? To transform our thoughts around it. And for me, that's really taken a, you know, the, uh, when somebody's driving slow in front of me and I want to get frustrated, you know, that, that whole uh, <laughs> analogy, right? Yes. Instead of getting frustrated, I think it might be their drive to the, to the airport and they're going to be separated for months. It might yes. be they're going to the hospital, like uh, yes. to, to transform how we're seeing it and, and to give it a different perspective and then yes. to bring love to it before we release it. And it is so powerful if we can just walk through seeing, transforming, bringing love to and releasing those judgmental thoughts. It gets us through that path so much faster. Yeah. Well, and regardless, you're happier, you know, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> is, you know, just hustling and being rude, right? The fact that you're like, you know, whatever, wherever they're wherever they are is where they are. And so I'm going to release that and not attach myself to their, you know? Yeah. Love so it. that's, that's good stuff. Oh, yes. So good. Well, we are at our time. So yes. I would love to, um, 
meditate out let's and do it rock and roll until we see each other next week at 6 p.m pacific and 9 p.m eastern I, I can't promise i'm not gonna have a glass of wine at nine o'clock so you know hey, I, that's what I spill the tea isn't about the tea the tea <laughs> spilling the tea is about the conversation that's it right which is funny cool. yes okay so let's <laughs> find that comfortable seat rooting through those sitting bones pressing the soles of the feet, if you're sitting in a chair, into the ground, if you're wherever you are, just start to connect to your body. Starting to bring the awareness to the nose, feeling the air coming in the nose, and leaving the nose. Noticing the shifts in the body when you start to connect to your breath in this way. Now bringing your awareness to the space between your brows, your mental screen. Just allow an image of a, a recent triggering event to shape itself to come back to your memory. Try to see it and the circumstances surrounding and most importantly, the way it felt in your body. And now that we have named it and seen it and felt it, we're going to transform it. Practice that kenotic path. So whatever the emotion is, we are going to focus our energy and our mental screen on the opposite of how we felt. So if it was angry, we're going to focus on peace. If it was hatred, we're gonna focus on love. If it was jealousy, we're gonna focus on abundance. Whatever the opposite, the equal and opposite emotion, we're going to now Think of a, a time when we can feel that emotion and bring that moment into our mind screen. And feel that emotion in your body and your bones. Now, since we are holding that emotion, we're going to transmute our earlier sensation. So I like to see it as a whirling of emotions together, almost like a windstorm or a tornado sort of wrapping the negative situation away, like a, like a, almost like a cyclone, like a cycle, like a spiral maybe like a light spiral, if you will. And breathe in really deep. And then big exhale, release and send it away out of your body. Maybe do that two more times, releasing it.
actually seeing it leave if it needs to be directed to someone, maybe even sending it to them. With so much goodness. <laughs> not, not with sass. <laughs> no. Don't send the sass. Don't send the sass. It's so funny. We we're going to do it two more times. I was like, bye, if it goes. I was like, oh, oh, I'm supposed to still have my eyes closed. <laughs> You're like, no, yes. And if, if you don't, and if you can't hold it, then don't send it, right? We want to love each other. That's so, so good. I love that's that. it. So beautiful. All right, friend. I wish you a wonderful rest of your afternoon. We're just getting started here in the beautiful, sunny, super duper cold Seattle weather. Yeah, it's freezing here too. Clearly, I'm like, yes, you're all bundled up. We need to get you the cocoon blanket. <laughs> right. um, it's like uh, that log, right? <laughs> I am super excited about our new time next week. Yeah. I, uh, I'm looking forward to feeling the energy shift in that in our second year of spill the tea that's crazy yes I, I, love that. I love it we can do hard things we can be consistent see ta-da <laughs> <laughs> all right we'll see you guys all next week all you ladies and gentlemen Woo! bye bye y'all take care thank you for spilling the tea with molly and me today it was our heart's desire to provide a lens for focus, a place to uncover the opportunities that abound, and create a moment to embrace grace and gratitude as we celebrate the beauty that is swirling all around us. To connect with us, head on over to our current collaboration site, moxieonfire.com, and sign up for updates. That's moxieonfire.com. Let's all go forth and lead with love, trust, and faith.